welcome to another week of Music Review Roulette, where each week we spin the wheel and listen to three original artists and give you our thoughts on the spot. So let's start it off with our first song of the day. picture on the wall Hell, I never even think of you at all I never wonder how you've been or talk about you to my friends wait on your call And I don't ever lay awake at night Wishing my side I don't live with regret You're easy to forget and I never cry But sometimes I
That was Sometimes I Lie by the Nashville duo Carvin Walls. Uh, And I think what stood out to me most in this song is when these two sing harmonies together, they're like a super powerhouse. Yeah, um, these guys are out of Nashville, and I think Nashville has a sound about it. And that sound is, I mean, these guys fit that to a T. I, I love that Nashville sound when it's got um, the super well-produced uh, country uh, music, prob- mostly country, but sometimes, you know, we've, we've heard some other uh, bands out of Nashville that were equally as great. But I think when you talk about Nashville, you talk about country music, right? That's right. kind of where it started. seems like um, these guys really, um, they their music would fit at home there. I mean, it's it's a good situation they're in. I know Kelly's from New Jersey. Right, and right. she's like this rock and roll pop girl from the city. And of course, you know, Troy is that country, classic country guy from Kentucky, I think. Uh, and okay. so they, they met in Nashville. But um, what's even more interesting is, yes, they have that classic Nashville sound, but their producer, Ryan Rosbo, um, he's the same producer that recorded Keith Pulvermacher. Oh, really? So he's a Wisconsin boy at heart, ah. uh, but he's doing his thing down in Nashville and uh, doing it very successfully. Yeah, that totally makes sense. And yeah, we're kind of alluding to a show that's coming up with Keith and uh, these guys that they're going to be playing yeah. together, um, Carvin uh, Walls and Keith Pulvermacher. Yep, next Friday, um, March 22nd. At Anodyne, um, Carvin Walls will be opening up the show, and it'll be full band set for um, Keith. And uh, but these are guys they, are here are they on just tour. Doing a, no, a duo? yeah, they're just a duo. Okay, so guys, I know a guy who's a touring drummer. Oh, geez. And I've also I'm married to a celloist who sings backup. Cellist. Gu- cellist plays cello and <laughs> guitar and can sing. Not that you need any other singers, but I'm just putting that out there. Um, Just in case you got a backing band here. Yeah, we will be at the show. I'm just saying, if if you're looking for a backing band, we'll we'll definitely be there for you. (laughs) Um, Well, these guys are on their Midwest tour, um, and they are going to be all over the place. They, um, of course, will be at Anodyne on the 22nd, but check out their... Uh, Bands on Town page, check out their Facebook. They've got tons of Wisconsin dates. They'll be at Solu uh, Winery. They'll be at the Bear Trap, Dugout 54, um, Sidelines Grill. There'll be uh, quite a few places around. So mm-hmm. um, make sure you check that out. Come see us in Anodyne and mm-hmm. then, you know, check them out doing their, their duo thing um, while they're on tour here in the Midwest. You know, coming back to the song, there's kind of a funny story. They were on a songwriting retreat in Arizona which we're going to be in Arizona next week, just side note. But anyway, so they were working with some songwriters, and uh, one particular songwriter they were paired up with uh, went to take a shower. She's like, yeah, I'm just going to take a shower. Um, Once I'm done, let's write a song together. They're like, all right. So uh, she goes, takes a shower, comes back, and uh, she's like, you guys wrote the song, didn't you? And they're like, yep, we wrote it. So they had finished the song within 45 minutes or whatever, mm-hmm. how long it took her to take a shower. I don't know. Women take a little longer to take a shower, I think, than men just generally. It depends know. on if you have to do your hair. So. That's true. My hair is gorgeous. <laughs> um, so anyway, 
they wrote this song and it's kind of a story as you heard about uh, a couple falling out of love and you know maybe somebody cheated and and they don't they're not going to be back together of course this is a story they wrote um you know not um autobiographical because they are a very happily married couple of course you'd have to be traveling around the u.s in such short you know close quarters right you don't really get that space to yourself unless you know you're driving in a huge van somebody's in the back the gears in the middle just <laughs> hypothesizing here you're this doing is, a lot of that you, hypothesizing tonight, yeah if huh? you're if you're in a fight or just don't want to see or hear that person you put the gear between you that's a just a pro tip, tip. Okay. pro tip for yeah for that uh that touring drummer uh-huh. that's right okay that's right no anyways you know i always find it interesting when songwriters write their lyrics and what inspires them you know this is like a made-up story um so I, I think that would be interesting you know i think it would be easier to write as yourself because you can relate to the experience but i would also think it might be kind of exciting to you know kind of write a fictional story that is not true and kind of make up the story behind it so kind of interesting i guess it's you know sometimes those topics that can sell and, and make an interesting record too that inspire us. Well, it's like the Eagles. They were, they've been known to say that not one of their songs was uh, a personal story unique huh. to them. It, it's always something that will um, uh, trigger emotions on a global scale, you know, something yeah, more smart. general. And I think that was a great decision and obviously it worked for the Eagles so I'm sure, you know, it'll work for these guys as well. Well, yeah, and actually this song <laughs> they thought was okay, but as they were playing it out, um, a lot of, of their friends told them, wow, that is an amazing song. You really need to, you know, put it on your album. And um, I guess you're right. Everybody can relate to loss, mm-hmm. whether it's the loss of a, a partner or, you know, there's a lot of different losses in life that everybody can relate to. Yeah. Cat. Yeah. And so anyways, this song is on their new album that was just released. Um, the album is called Between Us, so make sure you check them out on Apple Music. You could lose a hamburger. <laughs> Maybe like a milkshake. That would be sad. Yeah. Anyway, sad. sorry. I was just thinking about stuff I, I could lose. Guess, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Anyways, go check them out at Anodyne. Um, check out their music. Follow them. Um, come say hi to you know to them on one of their shows in in the Midwest here. So thanks so much, guys, for the submission, and uh, we'll see you at Anodyne. Could lose your voice.
return So you fight to keep From changing Everything You've ever learned How can you judge The measure of a man So much anger Fallen from Grace by Milwaukee singer-songwriter Michael Henze. And this is a sneak peek song from his album Play On um, that's not even quite out yet. Yeah, the first time I heard Michael was when he played before Parallel. Do you remember that at the Soup? I do. He, he actually, for many years, has organized the Empty Bowls, Empty Bowls the yeah. music, and he's done, his brother um, Dan has done the sound. Okay. Um, and so, yes, he is an amazing performer. Yeah, uh, he was doing covers that day, and everyone was, like, spot on. It was like you were listening to a CD of that person perform. So he's, I mean, he's a chameleon in, in that way, but hearing his original music, I mean, this this is great stuff. This is, and... Um, Learning, uh, reading his bio, I learned that he has been in the Milwaukee scene um, in many different facets as a singer-songwriter, as uh, you know, managing bands, 
um, all kinds of things and uh, for for three decades. Mm -hmm. And so he's gotten to know a lot of people. And so the musicians on this album is quite amazing. You know, everything from Peter Mack on electric guitar, uh, John Wheeler on bass, El Arbor, um, Costia, you know, just some really heavy hitters. And I Mm -hmm. think they all came together. And again, when you have all of those wonderful musicians you know, they can play lots of things, but everybody very tastefully added something to this music. Yeah, yeah. And what I what I like about Michael, too, is, I mean, he's worked some, with some really big names like Cheap Trick, uh, Daryl Strummer. Um, it is, yeah, it's a studio owner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, and you wouldn't know that by talking to him because he's so down to earth. Like very he, humble. Yeah, he doesn't have the uh, ego and attitude that comes along with, uh, you know, working with so many big stars. And uh, I really like that. And I think, you know, his music kind of speaks to that a bit, too. Um, Yeah. We're actually neighbors. Yeah. Um, So, you know, most bands send us an MP3 and an email with some info, maybe an MP3 of them talking. Michael actually came over and dropped off a CD and a printout of his, um, his press bio. release yeah, and press his bio. Release. And so, man, we did it old school. We well, zip dri- what, what did we have to in do? In fact, okay, so um, I only have a CD player in my car now, but Thea has my old computer she'll use sometimes in it thankfully has a cd drive yes so i had to show her how to rip an mp3 from a I cd i forgot how to do it it's been so oh, long it's me too it's been a long time so um that was kind of fun though but it was <laughs> well and you know it just makes me think about how much the music industry has changed mm-hmm. especially with recording so yes this was a cd and now we have mp3s but now we have all the streaming services mm-hmm. and things like that and um I don't know. I think it's really hard for artists these days to make any money off of recorded music. But well, we have had artists send us records as well, which is really cool. Yes, I love getting records, but they also include like the download cards and whatnot, uh, because I think a lot of people just want that convenience. But there's nothing like having the package and seeing the artwork and holding it and feeling it. At least for me, I guess. That might change in like our kids' generation. Oh, they I'm might sure not appreciate has. that. It's even like like holding a book, you know, the smell of a book and the the pages. And I mean, granted, now I use Audible way more, uh, you know. So I don't even read. I listen to books. Um, it's more like passive information that I can listen to, like in the car, or I make commutes to Chicago a lot, or you know, on tour or whatever. Um, so. Yeah, it's funny the way that media has changed. Well, you even have serious, you know, radio in your car. I do. You know, so it's so much more accessible now. But I agree. There's <clears> something <throat> about sitting down with an album. And, you know, mm-hmm. did you do that when you get excited to go to the music store? You grab an album, you come home and you listen to it from start to finish. I mean, <laughs> we don't even take the time to, you know, sit down and have a cup of, cup of coffee anymore. You drive through a drive through. So. There's something to be said about, you know, taking the time to listen to a CD and, and feel the paper. And so thank you, Michael, for... And to um, craft these songs. I think that translates into this. Absolutely. These songs. Speaking of this song, um, I really love 
the thought that went into the message that he was trying to convey. Yeah, wasn't, I mean, this song was about write an old friend? No, actually, this song was, um, he co-wrote it with Dave Standridge, who we've um, reviewed on the show here, too. But the theme um, is all about coming to grips with being a proud American, right. yet recognizing our country has done some terrible things. Um, so Michael writes, it's speaking to our leaders as if they were an individual and asking them to realize the human cost of their political decisions. This has nothing to do with, you know, politics in, in general, but it's a deeper look at what kind of a nation we inspire to be. So I think that's a very thoughtful way of, you know, trying to send a message like, hey, let's look at this for the greater good of our people and, you know, look at what, what some decisions that might help you in the short run might really impact us as humanity in the long run. Yeah, a lot of people take the political message a little too literally. And I think if, if you really break it down, humans have the same wants, needs, desires. And we're just trying to find it in a different approach, a different way. And uh, it's not really black and, and white, you know, it's gray, um, which is appropriate. The cover of Michael's CD is gray. And I, I don't mm -hmm. know if that's on purpose, but... Um, yeah, so, I mean, how, as hippy-dippy as it sounds, just love one another and try to see the good in one another. Right. Always treat others the way you would want to be treated right. as the it's golden the rule. The golden rule. Something that I learned very, you know, young in life. And, and we um, try to teach to our kids. Absolutely. Yeah. They, they can finish that phrase better than anybody else <laughs> I know. Yep. But uh, Michael is having a uh, EP release party. Um, it will be at Shank Hall on Friday, March 29th. Um, and uh, make sure you go and, and get a copy of this CD. You know, the proceeds do go to um, the Steve Kleiber Memorial Scholarship Fund, which is uh, a great scholarship set up through the Wisconsin Conservatory of Music as a way to, um, you know, give back to young musicians and, and keeping them inspired. Um, Steve Kleiber um, is a musician that um, has passed away, but has uh, been very involved in the Milwaukee scene and very supportive. Um, and so this was just a way for, for Michael and others to give back um, in, his, in his honor. Yeah, awesome stuff. Uh, good guy, great musician. And uh, check out his CD release party at Shank Hall, definitely. Um, cool. With that, let's move on to our third and final song of the day. Call it what you want, I'll call it what it is 
Call It Quits by uh, the Milwaukee singer-songwriter Gorin, uh, you know probably from the Guffs, and now I believe he's kind of between Nashville, Chicago, and all over, but uh, we'll still say where you're from, Milwaukee. We're proud to have you here, Gorin. Um, this song is off of his new solo album called Under a Nashville Sky, and I just love the sound of this. This has that pop sound that I that I love a um, little bit of rock in there and I think he even says with a hint of country um, you know very well produced uh, originally this collection of songs uh, he went down to you know to Nashville and um, was going to you know pitch these kind of country pop songs to to the market there um, but he didn't want to leave them sitting on a shelf he kind of collected them all and decided to put them out as his own and uh, I really like this project a lot. Yeah, I love the pop sensibility, as you said. So he's from, most notably, the Guffs here in Milwaukee, and they were uh, an alternative rock band. Um, so it's kind of nice to hear Gorn going all-out pop here. Um, this is definitely a song I could hear either, like, uh, I guess going back to XM Radio, you know, maybe even on the hit station that our kids listen to, um, as well as like the Spectrum, which is a really good station that plays like, you know, up to date alternative pop. Mm-hmm. And um, I think he's really, you know, gone into uh, cast a big net, so to speak, 
in um, terms of the type of music he's he's writing here with this solo effort. And uh, I think he's got such a great voice, it doesn't yes. matter. He could be doing opera, I don't know. Anything he does, it's got his voice. and It's very unique He's and so distinct. unique, yeah, mm-hmm. and distinct, right, right. And uh, I'm just glad to hear him making some more great music. And I know, um, is this part of an album or is it? This is an album, yes. It is called Under a Nashville Sky. And so um, if you go to his uh, website, gorinsongs.com, it tells you a little bit more about um, this album where you can get, you know, the album on Amazon Music, Google Play. Uh, but it just shows pictures of this whole process of, of Gorin recording. And so it kind of just tells the whole story. And it's got some really great uh, artwork. I think the, <laughs> the album cover is awesome. Well, you know who did that, right? Well, I'm sure it was probably Mike Magistro. Mike Magistro. And you know yeah. who made the website, right? Probably Mike Magistro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So Mike is a friend of both of ours. Actually, Steve um, used to work with Mike, and uh, he's got a um, design company. Yeah, a design company that also does development. They're called Mind Spike Design. Yes. But Mike is also a drummer and a musician, and he kind of does a side project called uh, Your Fallen Majesty, yeah. and uh, where he collaborates and has um, Goran play guitar and, and sing because, you know, as a drummer, not all uh, musicians can do all of those pieces and parts. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, I've had the opportunity to to do some cello work with um, that project, too. And so it's it's very exciting to um, get to play with such an amazing um, artist such as Gorin. Yeah, I was wondering how that worked. You actually, you don't record in the same spot. No. Do you? So he's in Nashville or yep, Chicago. And he, yep, and records his parts and sends it over and then work on it in, uh, usually right. at the exchange here in Milwaukee. So, yeah. you know, you don't have to always be in one room at one time and mm-hmm. to collaborate with music anymore. So I guess, you know, one of the downsides we said earlier is that music is so accessible and we don't make any money anymore <laughs> at it. But it is a lot more convenient so when you're doing projects like this it's it's much more um, accessible to be able to to record that and and send it you know to each other and share it yeah i guess there's a give and take um as with all things uh usually i would say changes for the better um and i yeah i really appreciate that thea you can record here in milwaukee with goran and nashville and whoever else is recording around the world and um, make it s- sound so cohesive. Yeah. And uh, well, that's not yeah. anything to do with me. That's because of wonderful producers and <laughs> engineers. engineers and yeah. So, um, but Goran does have a show coming up here in Milwaukee that you do not oh, want to miss. Cool. Um, Goran will be playing with special guest Daniel Ray at the Paps Milwaukee Brewery and Tap Room on mm. Saturday, April twentieth. Um, that's from, it starts at 8 p.m. So he will have copies of this new album there and they'll be playing a, a lot of those uh, songs. So so is, is that di- different from the Paps Theater? Is that? Yes, this is the, the brewery and tap room. Okay, so that's down the street, right? Yep. Got it. Yep, down the street from us in, in Tosa here. So um, yeah, it's on Juno Street, right? Yep. Yep. It is. So that'll be a very nice, intimate location. Um, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, you won't want to miss that one. So make no. sure you get your tickets. Saturday, April 20th. Yep. Uh, 8 p.m. So be there or be square. Right? Sure. That's what, that's what the kids are saying. Right? <laughs> All right. Anyway. Thank you so much uh, yeah. for the submission, Goran. Um, I really, I really love the whole sound of this this album. So, um, thank mm-hmm. you for sharing with those and not just leaving them on the shelf or, you know, selling them off. And we're we're happy to to have them for yes. us to hear as well. So thank you for sharing. And thanks to all of our artists for sharing. Um, if you have some music you'd like us to review, just give us an email at musicreviewroulette at gmail And uh, thanks so much to The Shop FM for streaming our show on iHeartRadio as well as YouTube. And we also have a new sponsor, uh, rockonmilwaukee.com. Check that out. They stream our show as well. And we're also on Spotify, which is awesome, and iTunes and Stitcher. Thank you to Anchor FM. Yeah, anchor.fm. You can find our show there. Um, and yeah, if you need some cello tracks, like Theo was saying, she records <laughs> like here in Milwaukee, but for anybody all over the world. So check out Hello Cello on uh, Facebook and, um, yeah, thanks so much for listening. And with that, we'll see you next time. Bye. <laughs>